Nellie, thank you for tuning in today to my ministry song, scripture, and my thoughts. Today is April 26th, 2023. Today's song recommendation is Break Every Chain by Jesus Culture. Today we are going to continue in the Psalms. We are on Psalm 29. This is a Psalm of David and such a powerful Psalm. It reminds me of Jesus just breaking every chain. And it's been a while since I've listened to this particular song, Break Every Chain. But I tell you, there the enemy is on the attack and we have to speak the name of Jesus to keep the enemy away. Break every chain, break every chain. And there is power in the name of Jesus. I came on a couple of weeks ago and I did Psalm 28. I read Psalm 28. And I believe I mentioned in that message that I had anointed myself with the with holy oil and it was on the bottom of the bottle it said the the anointment of joy and that I had received joy immediately after I had anointed myself with the oil there's such power and of course, the Holy Spirit is the power behind the, the, the oil. It's not the oil that has the power. It's the Holy Spirit. And I anointed my house from corner to corner. And I walked the halls. And I walked in every room. And I just spoke the name of Jesus. And I said, evil, get out. And I cast out evil. And I just said, Jesus is the Lord of this house. And that there is, there is no room for any demonic being in this house. And I literally just went in every, every house, every, excuse me, every room in the house. And I walked the halls and I just cast evil out. And during this anointing of the house and casting evil out, the Holy Spirit even did a good work all the way where my husband was visiting his mom. And he received the the oil of joy as well and was baptized by the power of the holy spirit the spirit and fire and he became born again this is how powerful god works now i was praying over myself because i had had a a headache and a hip pain and and uh, i thought my bronchitis was coming back i I, I was just having all kinds of issues and I just wanted to, and I had just received this holy oil, anointing oil from my stepdaughter. And I generally will just separate out of my, uh, my olive oil. I'll pour some olive oil into another cup and then lift that cup up and have the Holy Spirit an, anoint the oil and separate that oil for, for anointing oil. But I, I didn't, do that this time I used the oil that my stepdaughter had given me and I received immediate joy after that oil touched my forehead it was a supernatural 
encounter with our Lord Jesus Christ. It, it, he anointed me and I had instant joy. It was amazing. And of course, I didn't know the other good work that he was doing on my husband two and a half hours away. So I'm not saying that you need to get this holy oil and anoint your house, but sometimes we need to get a, to, to receive if perhaps we're running low or we're not quite full or we're just not feeling well and why not just take the oil and, and anoint yourself anoint your house and, and cast out any evil that's trying to get on you or that has entered in your house and just cast it out it by the power of the holy spirit in the name of jesus and get rid of the evil that's trying to come in and just because we have just because we're redeemed and we are saved and we have the anointment of Jesus Christ on our lives and in our hearts, we have, we're completely saved does not mean that that eliminates any evil that's going to try to get on us. There's always, they're always going to try. And it, in my opinion, when I did that that night, and I received a fresh anointing from the Holy Spirit. I certainly benefited in a, in a huge, huge way. So every now and again, we have to do this. We have to do this. Take the oil out and anoint ourselves, the people in our homes, our pets, cast evil out even out of the things and i was telling somebody earlier a while back i went through my house this is years ago i went through my house and as the holy spirit was putting it on my heart i was whatever i whatever he had me find that was or could be a false idol i literally grabbed it and threw it out into the garbage can outside i did this a long time ago and recently maybe about two months ago i actually even threw out a rosary and it, you know as the holy spirit puts it on my heart i will cast it out at years ago my husband had and these were heirlooms um he had a totem pole that he'd had with him forever it was passed down from generation to generation and he also had this other little miniature porcelain I didn't know what it was but he did and I cannot for the life of me remember what it was <laughs> what the name of it was but it was another family heirloom that was passed down to him but upon looking it up it was also a false idol and so all that got thrown out you know, and I'm not saying that you've got to go crazy, and <laughs> but these were just things that the Holy Spirit put on my heart to remove out of my house. Any hindrances, any anything that was not of God needed to leave the house. And I did the clean sweep, or the Lord did, through me. He had me grab things that needed to be out of the house. So anyway, this psalm, I, I just... It's a powerful psalm. All the psalms are so good. So I want you to grab your Bibles. Today, again, I have the New American Standard Bible. And let's just start reading. Psalm 29, a psalm of David. 
Ascribe to the Lord, O sons of the mighty. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in holy array. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. He makes a Lebanon skip like a calf. In Syrian, like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord hews out flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer to calve and strips the forests bare. And in his temple, everything says, Glory! The Lord sat as king at the flood. Yes, the Lord sits as king forever. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Pause. Such a beautiful psalm. Wouldn't you say the voice of the Lord? The voice of the Lord, you know, we have to know who we are praying to. The Lord, I have been saying in the last two messages, is the Lord that sat as king at the flood. When God flooded the earth, that was Jesus, the Lord God Almighty, before coming down to be born of the flesh. He sat as king at the flood. And he sits as king, as it says in verse 16. He sits as king forevermore. You know, he is our glory and our strength, and there is power in his name. And we have to ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. And we have to worship him in holy array. We have to worship him in holy array. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thunders. I don't know if I've ever shared the testimony of the one time that I heard the, the voice of the Lord when it was thundering outside. I never had paid attention to thunder. I don't know why, because the voice of the Lord is described in, in scripture as sounding like thunder. And it was as though 
I instantly had the, I don't know if you've ever experienced this. <laughs> I experienced it with the oil, the holy oil that I was referring to, that when I anointed myself, I immediately, I just, I just started crying and I had no idea why the tears were flowing other than I know that when that happens to me, I'm in the presence of the Lord and I am on holy ground and I am, I am worshiping the God of ages. And the tears just flow. And when I heard God's voice in the thunder, the tears just started flowing. He didn't necessarily, like I couldn't hear him say words, but I knew it was his voice in that thunder. It was uh, priceless. Priceless. So he is the voice of the upon the waters and in the the glory in the thunder and the, the uh, voice of the lord is powerful we all know that majestic we all know that he breaks every in this psalm it says cedars but he breaks anything that's trying to to get on us but we have to we have to ask him we have to come into his presence first of all with thanksgiving in our hearts and we have to ask him just and ascribe to the lord <laughs> the glory do his name and you know he is our Lord it's important to say it if you haven't already said it God you are my God and I am your child we know we are children of God if we believe in the one and only Son of God who came down to be born in the flesh to save us from our sins to those that believe in him that he is the son of God and that he did indeed rise from the dead on the third day he arose these Psalms are powerful and he does I can't remember which Psalm it is because we're going over all the Psalms but he sits on the rim of the universe and he's just watching he's not letting anybody get away with anything no there's a lot going on in the world there's a lot of righteous anger there's a lot going on but remember that he sits on top of the rim of the universe he is the creator he created all things read genesis chapter one read john chapter one and if you haven't confessed that Jesus Christ is Lord, Romans 10, 9 through 13, I believe, you need to say it. I should have that, that verse memorized. I'm really tired. I, I've, I've done, uh, I worked with somebody to anoint their house today and their, the people in, the people, them and their house today. And it, it, it drains me. 
but it's such a good work, such a good work. So I'm turning to Romans here, Romans 10, chapter 9, verse It, we actually could even start at eight, but what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart, has to reach your heart. That is the word of faith, which we are preaching. Now here's what you need to say. You need to confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. That is what you have to confess out loud. There was one time I was working on a woman. She, her end was drawing near. And she would not confess it out loud. Almost her lips were pursed. And the gal that was with staying in the room, it was a nursing home, I said, you know, I haven't been able to get her to confess it out loud, but can you continue to work with her? And she said she would. And if the if Jesus Christ is the word of God and the word became flesh, we have to listen to the word of God as it is written in the word of God. And he says in the word of God to confess it out loud. To confess it out loud. To confess with your mouth. Now, if you can't speak, you can mouth the words. It doesn't have, there was, uh, was it <sighs> Hannah? When John the Baptist, before he was conceived, his dad, Zacharias, was, oh, I might be getting my stories confused. I'm going to have to look this up. But there is an account of a woman in the holy temple, and she sounds, according to the prophet, like she's mumbling. He can't hear her, and he kind of thinks that maybe she's drunk or crazy. I can't remember the exact words. But she was praying. And maybe she couldn't get the words completely out for whatever reason. But God knows the heart. And if you can't speak out loud, he knows you're trying to speak out loud and your lips aren't pursed. In other words, you want to say the words out loud. You want to because you're confessing that the Lord is the Lord of your, your, your life, that you have to confess with your mouth that Jesus, that with your mouth, Jesus as Lord and say it out loud and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved for with the heart, a person believes resulting in righteousness and with the mouth, he confesses resulting in salvation. So we need to say it out loud. It goes on to further say in verse 11, For the scripture says, Whoever believes in him will not be disappointed. You know, once you get those words out and you believe in your heart, you scripture tells us we will not be disappointed. And we will not be. No matter what. 
heard somebody say recently, and I can't remember who it was. I've heard a lot of people say this, including myself. What's the worst that can happen to anybody that believes in Jesus, the Son, and believes he rose from the dead and has confessed him out loud to, as their Lord? There's nothing the enemy can do to us because from this life we pass into heaven. When Jesus returns, we get to live with him for eternity. Either way, we are protected, we are saved, we are sealed. Hallelujah. Listen, guys, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate everybody that listens. I know a lot of people are reading the Bible on podcasts, and I'm just thankful that whoever you're listening to, that God's word does not come back void. It does not come back void. I hope I haven't fumbled my words too much. Uh, audio quality, I hope, is good enough. <laughs> I'll come on uh, hopefully Friday morning to either continue in the Psalms or continue in Genesis. I, I don't know which, whatever the Lord puts on my heart. In the meantime, I pray everybody has, is having a blessed day. And recently, also, I... I feel it's important to also tell you how important it is to put on the spiritual armor of God. I don't necessarily do it in the morning, but I sure try to at night. It really prevents a person from having any kind of dream that they wish they hadn't had. It's so important to start out with the helmet of salvation. So important. It protects us. From the evil getting into our minds and in our dreams when when we're asleep and it, it it's, it's just it's an, can you it's an important piece of equipment to have on our head protection our salvation is protected the shield of faith that we need to always have up that extinguishes all the flaming arrows of the evil one distinguishes them, gets rid of them before they can come on you. The sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, I always ask God to bring to my mind any scripture when I feel I'm being attacked by evil. And I always ask Him to stand as He did in the story of Balaam and the donkey where He stood in the road with the sword. Always ask Him to stand with his sword going back and forth to divert me, to, to keep me off the wrong way, <laughs> to keep me in the way that's following him and not be distracted and keep my eyes on him. The belt of truth, and I always say to wear the belt of truth that I can boldly always and forever not stray from my from the, the way the truth and the life and I boldly declare it to myself and to those around me that Jesus the Son of God is the way the truth and the life the breastplate of righteousness I just picture it as a piece of equipment that covers the heart and I to me I always I have that piece of equipment on so I can follow the Lord 
righteously. And praying in the Spirit is the last piece of armor that is included in Ephesians 6. So we have to also put on that piece of armor. I think, I hope that I've named all the pieces. You can find all the pieces. And when I am praying for the for the full armor of God, I, I the God always brings to my attention each, each piece. Like I said, I am I'm a little tired, so I hope I've named them all here today. Put on the full armor of God, especially at night. All the glory to God. Much love to all. Until next time. Bye.